Welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean. No, Chris. Oh God, it's just me. No, yeah. Chris. Me. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know, I know it's been a few weeks since we last did one of these, but surely you must remember your own name and how these things go. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> let's, let's not take too much for fucking granted here, okay? No, that, no that's true. I mean, <laughs> the only reason you're self-employed is you can't work for anyone else because they have to retrain you after lunch breaks. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry we've not been around for the last few weeks. I've not been too well, and diabetes sucks, basically. Yeah. It's just wiped me out completely physically and mentally and i would not wish it on anyone maybe <laughs> no it's um no it's it's i've been um all over the bloody place with it and uh, i'm sorry sorry the podcast suffered and uh, we'll we'll try and make up for it by talking as much crap as we can tonight and we'll try and fit as much in as possible yeah that sounds good so um Right, we had an Italian Grand Prix, yeah, that all happened. Right, then we moved on to Singapore because we had a three-week break. That's quite a lot that we've fit in already. We've already done three weeks, was <laughs> <laughs> Um First Singapore race since 2019. Um, first properly wet Singapore race as well. Mm-hmm. And we learned a lot about the uh, the track's drainage. It's not great, is it? Well, it gets rid of the surface water. It's, it's but... inconsistent, isn't it? So the the drainage mm-hmm. itself is quite good, but the way they've got the barriers set up sort of traps it in there and sends it back to the track. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, good, better in some places than others, which is kind of the opposite of what you want because then you get mixed conditions. Mm. Mm. I mean, this, this is the issue with street circuits because you get you know you get a purpose built circuit and they take that into account at least you'd hope herman tilker does mm. but of course with uh, with it being you know closed roads um something we only know too well over here yep you know um standing water and actually drying the track out can be a problem and one thing that didn't occur to me and this um this is something that ted kravitz said actually on saturday was that um it stays wetter longer because it's more humid that genuinely, mm. that's what I was going to say next. Was I? Um, I was going to say I because I, I I didn't I didn't hear that, uh, and I didn't I don't know it. But I just thought to myself when you were talking, it's like ninety sorry eighty percent humidity mm-hmm. in the dry. Yeah. So the water's got nowhere to yeah evaporate to. It's already there. Yeah. But seeing as Ted said that, that must it's that fact. must be right. It's fact. Yeah. You know, Ted, Ted, makes Ted, sense. Ted, mm-hmm. Ted is gospel. So, yeah, we ended up with, um, I'd probably call it a race of two halves. It was, it was an odd race, wasn't it? I, I mm. enjoyed it. I, you know, it was, it was a, a, a bit of a flag-to-flag thriller, but it, it was really weird because it was, it was one of those races where you kind of thought it could end up like doing nothing for you, but then it just ticked along nicely for the whole race. Yeah, I mean, you know, every race can't be a classic. No. But, you know, it wasn't France. No. No, definitely not. Um, controversial opinion. And oh. I know, I, uh, and it's not I'm like not you, having, this. No, I'm not having that this isn't going to be like, oh, it's, you know, it's like, it's, I'm not having that it's a gimmick because realist, realistically, versus virtual safety cars are a new thing anyway. Uh, we should scrap virtual safety cars and tighten up proper safety cars. 
like the the restart procedure so we, we can try and do it a bit quicker rather than it ticking on for laps and laps and laps um because as a fan and for people watching at home it's much more exciting to drop a safety car out mm. yeah what? if 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 there's if there's the ability to do it where it doesn't look like contrived i think we should stick a full safety car out instead of a virtual safety car i think that i think the problem the problem is with certainly with street circuits the things can be rescued quickly because the marshals are right on track side mm-hmm. and for example all right not not the best not the best <laughs> example going the um alban front, the front wing. wing you know yeah. under normal circumstances a front wing all the marshals got to do if they throw a virtual safety car is over the fence get the wing out obviously this yeah. one took a little bit longer because it was wedged in the between two it sets wasn't of going barriers, anywhere, was it? <laughs> I mean, that says a lot for the strength of the barriers, if nothing else. Mm. Yeah, but and I don't know if this was bad editing or not, but it actually looked like they'd gone back to green flag while there were still marshals on the track. No, a lot of people have pointed that out. One of which mm. being virtual Statman, I uh-huh. did notice. Yeah, um, I made the mistake of getting involved in the conversations about fucking green flags being waved, and oh, it's in time I mute that conversation. Jesus Christ! I'm, stay off tw- stay off Twitter on a Sunday. It's probably for, probably for the best. <sighs> yeah, probably for you, for you and and for everyone else. Still, it's still going on. Like it's still, still <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk about the incident in a second. But since we've started this podcast, I've had three notifications. They're listening. But I I made this comment like over 24 hours ago, and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought I could see one of them, but no, no, it was it was uh, it was something else. Um, so starting at the back, um, probably Williams because that was um, that was a double DNF. They were the first of the double DNFs, weren't they? Yes. Um, Alban locked up, couldn't turn, stuck it in the wall yeah. and damaged the front end. Managed to limp back to the pits, but there was too much up with the car. Um, bit of a sort of non-performance, really. He did well, given that the man was on a, like a, a ventilator in between mm. last race and this race. I think he, he did quite well just to get there, to be honest. Actually, yeah, breathing unaided was um, actually an achievement for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, it uh, it didn't seem like the track to suit the Williams. To be fair, no. Well, it would have been interesting. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad Albums fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, I, and I'm. Um, Obviously, he's got to drive for next year anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I would have enjoyed seeing Nick DeVries get one more race just to see what he would do. I think like, we'll see more. We will see more Nick DeVries, won't we? Let's be honest. As, yeah, I I really think we'll be seeing him in a car next year. We'll we'll go we'll go full silly season later because it's yeah. still it's still ninety percent silly out there. Of course, it is ninety percent silly, and at least well ninety two percent silly to be fair. Oh, would yeah yeah uh, Porsche. I would say that far. Other side of the Williams garage, uh-huh. um, I think Fred Vasseur said it best. Now I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard the quote, Sean. I know you have because I yes. played it to you. Talking about um, talking about Yu's retirement. Some what was it? Sometimes it's technical. Sometimes yep. it's the driver. Sometimes it's Latifi. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing Guan wow. Yu Zhou a disservice because I don't think it has ever been him. 
Yeah, he's had he's had two crashy DNFs where he got punted both times, mm. and yeah, everything else has been car failure. It's never him. No, <laughs> it does tend to be Latifi. He's quietly done a good job this year. Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah, yeah. underhyped rookie season, I think, to say that at this point I... of the season we're talking about him not really having had a crash of his own making is pretty yeah. decent. Quietly got on with it to yeah. the point where I'd say he's there or thereabouts with Bottas now. He's been out qualifying him for a few yeah. races now. And that was, the, that was the guy that on his day could out-qualify Lewis Hamilton as well yeah. in the same car. So, you know, he's, he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely. Uh, I mean, we'll get we'll get to Bottas in a bit, but there is there is the other joke about Latifi as well. This, this mm-hmm. one is mainly for the British listeners because I think they're the only ones that will get this reference. Because of course, the Latifi family made their money from um, importing various food brands into Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if one of them was Walls. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's got him a five place grid penalty though, hasn't it? Not that he'll need all five places to yes, find he, himself at the back. He's going to be demoted to the back of the grid from the back of the. Box factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, aren't drivers usually meant to get check a bit mirrors. of a boost? Well, yeah, he never checks his mirrors, neither does Stroll. It must be a Canadian thing. But aren't drivers, don't they usually, as soon as they've been announced that they're not going to be with their current team the following year, have a little bit of a sort of uptick in performance? So, I mean, it's been known. It hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I was going to say it didn't really happen with Daniel Ricciardo, but he had a pretty good race this weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, it's not what's yeah, happened for Latifi, though, is it? It's time, isn't it? It's time mm-hmm. for Latifi to not be there anymore. Yeah, th- three years. Yeah, three years, in and he's still forgetting to look for people coming up the inside of him on the straight. That was pretty crackers. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know, it, was... I mean, he said, he said, he said, you know, the car, the car got into a blind spot. Well, Did it? if you can see, it, if you can see a car that's there, and then you can see, can't see the car that's there, then obviously, it's yeah, leave a gap. There. Yeah, it's not been kidnapped by aliens. It's still going to be there. You just can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, to be perfectly honest, if. When you look at the drivers that might be coming into Formula One and the ones that are still there, I mean that was probably put um, Stroll as the kind of the odd one out, but he's still he's he's miles better than Latifi, mm. so at least we're getting back to that point in Formula One where you know, everyone on the grid deserves the... to be on the grid. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with Latifi is just. F1 was a step too far. Competent F2 driver does not make for a championship challenger. I think challenger he was too old. Mm, spent too long think, in F2. Yeah, I think if he'd have if if he'd have come into Formula One a little bit sooner, he might have fared better. But just that long in F2 is not. It does not. It's not the way to make an F1 driver. Yeah, but is he? He's um, he's younger than Nick De Vries, isn't he? Yeah, but Nick DeVries is older than you think he is. Yeah. Let's have a look. Latifi is 27 and Nick DeVries is a year older, I think. But that still makes Latifi older than your sort of George Russell, Lando Norris, mm, who yeah. all got into F1 before him. And it's not, I don't necessarily necessarily mean it in ages and like years, just years mm. spent in F2 because he was in F2 for a long time. Yeah, he was he was in F two at least a season, if not two, before the Lando Norris, George Russell, Albon yeah. cohort, and they all got straight into F one. Mm-hmm. 
And he was he, he was adequate in F2. Adequate is exactly the word. He won, well, he didn't win, did he? De Vries won. But he, he, his championship contender year was because everyone who was better than him had already got a seat. Yeah. And mm. he, he, I mean, he was second that year, wasn't he? Yes. He won four, yeah. four races. So it's not like he, it's not like he was in like a hotly contested, like second place. You know, it's a, there was clearly a lot of people winning races that year. If, if he comes second, then he only won, he only won four. Yeah, it was a bit of a sort of also ran year of F two yeah. from what I remember of it. Yeah, hasn't really been like I, I don't maybe maybe we were just spoiled with the you know when you've got a because uh, I mean De Vries clearly showed showed he was a good driver in mm-hmm. Formula E. He's a, he came into Formula One and he's done one race and he's shown that there's something about him there. And when he's the driver that doesn't make it through to Formula One because you have. Albon, Lando, George Russell, you know, the, the, uh, it's maybe we were spoiled that year Mm because I always think of that year of F2 now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, we might never see like F2 like that for a long time with so many drivers that are just ready to come to Formula One and not just have Formula One, have drivers that are ready to come to Formula One, have the seats available for them as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's the, that was the mega thing, really. Yeah, I mean the fact the fact that all three drivers actually got in, and you know were matching matching the teammates straight away. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's reasonable. So yeah, right. Moving up one. Um, about ten years ago, Top Gear did a feature called "Is Your Car Good or French?" Aha! Uh-huh. Yes. And a lot of Renaults were mentioned uh-huh. in that. But and these aren't Renaults, they're Alpines. Ah, it's still officially a Renault <laughs> en- it's still officially a Renault engine. And they're the bits that blew up on both of them. Yeah, it wasn't great, yeah. was it? Shame on it. I was Joe was really looking forward to watching what happened between um Lando and Alonso. You know, 'cause they 'cause they've found themselves on the same bit of tarmac a few times. Uh, through the season, and they always seem to have a good scrap with each other. And I think we'd have been in for another, mm. like, like just race-long battle between those two. Yeah, and then Alonso's engine lets go as well. And yep, I mean, what was that his three hundred fiftieth start? It was number three fifty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not the most, not most the best way to celebrate. Races. No. Most races entered, wasn't it? I think that would sound about right. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think he Kimi Raikkonen was the, the one before, and he had here 149 ofs. Um, yeah, may may there be another 300. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see him race until he's 60? Actually, yep. that, actually, no, 300 races that's two seasons. If <laughs> yeah, Liberty but, get my, the way. Season and a half, maybe. <laughs> Are we including sprints in that? Yeah, might Why as well. not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, six sprint races next season. That's. I think I. I still wish we. I know we can't do it because fucking Monaco is there. Um, I just think it should be part of the foot race format now. Why not do it in Monaco? Because we can't race in Monaco over a whole race, let alone <laughs> the a sprint short one. parade. Yeah. <laughs> It's 
<laughs> at least it gives people more chance to see the drivers. But um, yeah, I, I just think it should be part of the the weekend. It works in F two. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Formula One. Yeah. I it, think it's it's the half in half outness of it, isn't it? It's either do it yeah. for all of them or don't do it. Just yeah, this weird. Oh, we're gonna do it six of them. Why? Yeah. It, it's, I, it really annoys me. Like that. It's it's another one of the like for. Formula One fans, or maybe not even Formula One fans. I think lots of it might be the whole drive to survive fans, like complained about. It. And you go, well, you don't seem to bother about the junior formula. And if you like Formula One, surely the chances, if you like 60 laps of a Grand Prix, chances are you can like 25. <laughs> Seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's in France. Unless it's in France. <laughs> That's very true, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, look at, looking at the positives for Alpine from this week. Well, Alonso did well in qualifying. Yeah. Mm. And was going well in the race. Yeah. What happened to what happened to Ocon on Saturday? Uh, his brakes did not function correctly in one of the heaviest braking tracks of the calendar. Oh, that's not ideal. That's it was not good not for him. going to be useful. No. So, I mean, he no. had, he'd made up, because obviously he was out in Q1, so he had he was making up places. If they if he hadn't had the engine implosion and had got the tire switch at the right time, he could have had a bit of forward progress, but uh not to be. I do feel though that he's he's gone off the boil somewhat. And I, I'm not sure what it is, because like he's he was seemed to be hassling Alonso for a, for a little bit. Mm. And now that just seems to have completely disappeared. Um, let's have a look. When was the last time he... It, feel, it might be right. It just feels that way. It feels... Especially qualifying, because I do think Alonso has been unlucky in races. Um, the last the last time Ocon um, beat Alonso was in Austria. Which is a, a few b- races back. Actually, now. twice yeah. in Austria, because he beat, he beat him in the sprint. What, um, did anything... Was there any shenanigans on Alonso-wise there uh, during the race? What in Austria? I yeah. do not recall. No, he, no, he just he just finished tenth. That was just, it. Just finished tenth. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just feel like it's a lot, uh, I don't know whether Alonso has upped himself and he's got his feet back under the table in Formula One. Oh, it, it, it took ripped. it took until Monaco to have more championship points than penalty points. So yes, I think he has upped his game a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean <laughs> that, that's a, that's what I mean. He's had like I know Alonso. Um, I, I thought I thought it was quite funny actually on the race podcast they said the uh, uh, Alonso if you, when you ask Alonso how many points he's missed out on this year uh, it's kind of just like a lottery now of what number he'll say so but he, he always seems to like out overhype it a little bit right <laughs> he's definitely gone like forty points begging I think you know due to like no fault of his own like for thing like shenanigans happening but uh, I, I think Alpine's really really done themselves here because they've lost their rookie Alonso's off mm-hmm. Ocon's you know like Ocon's not the fucking Formula 1 driver you're looking for mm-hmm. and uh, Gasly is a decent Formula 1 driver but he's he's never strikes me as like a team leader and, and Ocon re- and Gasly hate each other re- they really don't get on Good. Someone shagged someone's girlfriend, allegedly. I can't remember which way round, but it's a oh, whole, whole drama. Brilliant. 
So that that oh. if that happens, there's going to be some some yeah relationship management. I think within the Alpine garage. Drive to Survive oh. 2024 will be um, even soapier <laughs> than the last few That's seasons. Tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can, I could just see it now. Sort of, Otmar's there. He's got Ocon in the um, in the driver's briefing room. He's like, "Meet your new teammate." And uh, <laughs> Gasly walks, and you just get the East Enders. Do 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 do. <laughs> you rear-ended me. Your ex didn't mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just let that one sink in. Uh, right, where are we going next from the double DNFs? Because um, now it get now it gets a little bit all would, over the would place. It be Hass? I think it would be Hass, twelfth, twelfth and thirteenth. Um, yeah, Kmag in twelfth with the number of um, mandatory repair flags that he's getting. He's rapidly becoming known as the Danish meatball. Yeah, championship leader in meatball. I was a real shame meatball. from that, wasn't it? Mm. Was a real, it wasn't really his fault either, was it? He just no, got pinched. He just seems to have gone through a phase of just finding shit on the first lap. Yeah. It's, it's always the front wing. Has have had a front wing problem since the first season because we used to take the piss out of Grosjean going through front wings at, yeah, at the was that, was that not just Grosjean? Well, that, I mean, that was mm. Grosjean, but it's, it's kind of carried on. Yeah, uh, I I I feel that might be a dr- a user issue rather than a car issue. <laughs> but yeah, K Mag was um, it, it was looking good this weekend, but once again, just gets snarled up in something, and all of a sudden, out comes the flag, back to the pits, lose an absolute ton of time. Yeah. It was mm. a shame for him because he he'd probably been on for a good finish as well. You know the way the way the race wound out yeah. in the end. Um, and it's right, it's Mick Schumacher at some because apparently Mick Schumacher lost out under the under the safety car. I must have been looking at something else because he turned around in the interview I saw where he suggested that he was on for sixth at one point. So he punctured, didn't he? Was it? Did he have a bit of a thing with George Russell? And yes, both, it was definitely yeah, a yeah. puncture. Yeah, because they, they they both came together and they both ended up with a puncture, which is why they both finished a lap down. Yes, but but that was that was already that was after everything had shook out. He was because he was already back there with George Russell. Mm. That, that's what I mean. At some point, he he seems to think that when everything shook out, he'd have been like S- six or does seventh. sound a stretch. I think yeah, if something does, had played out it? slightly differently, because I mean George made another pit stop late on as well. Maybe he could have been t- challenging for a point, but I think that's most yeah. ambitious. Six seems, yeah, a little, yeah. little bit be, chatty. <laughs> it'd be interesting to know what was wrong, I think, with... And this isn't me making Judge Russell excuses, but, but I know we're not talking about it, but I'd love, to, I'd love to know what happened with his car this weekend. Um, Looked like the engine wasn't up to... Yeah, wasn't, wasn't as good as the just thought. wasn't happening, was it? Yeah. Mm. You know, they replaced the whole powertrain. Mm. Started from yeah. the pit lane. Thought they could strategize the way out of it. And the rain pulled a Ferrari on them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, he was down there because of a torque issue, wasn't he? It was the... Um, I, I, like, I can't remember what, what, how it was yeah, described. Yeah, they, they had some drama with the engine. Sort of basically, yeah. yeah, not giving everything it's meant to during qualifying. So changed it. 
it sounded like that same thing. Who who had it this this year? Oh, it was Leclerc, wasn't it? That when he went off throttle, it was still on throttle a bit. Mm. And I think that's what happened to him in quali. Yeah, because he was, um, it was it was quite a what... thick thick end of two seconds, mm. thick end of two seconds off Lewis, and it's like as as much as the drive to survive Lewis fans would have been salivating over that, it's a. Uh, it's not right that I'm afraid. Yeah, it's like we know we know George Russell is all right in the wet as a general rule. Yeah. So it should have been a, a good quality and race podium in Belgium. Us. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing Mercedes? Um well I thought I thought I thought we were still on um thought we were still on Haas or target practice as they're rapidly kind of done, isn't it? I don't know done? that I have more banter on Haas. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's a great deal. Um probably Alfa Romeo just, next. Sorry, oh. just quickly then before before we go Haas. Um, what do you think about the? Because we missed a few weeks, haven't we? Yes. About Hulkenberg still being in the line for the seat in, at Haas. Why the hell not? Yeah, I Why mean, the... he's only I... just been surpassed by Nicholas Latifi in the championship. I think that's mental. Though. I mean, right? I, I don't get me wrong. I know um, Daniel Ricciardo is like maybe a little bit of soiled goods at the minute. But I don't care what shape Daniel Ricciardo's in. A slightly out of shape Ricciardo coming out of McLaren has to be a better option. Has to be a better yeah. option uh, uh, than a fucking half retired Nico Hulkenberg. I guess it, I guess it would come down to things like salary demand as well. I imagine Ricciardo still wants well top tier. I, I mean, he said Ricciardo's getting paid by McLaren next year. Yeah, as yeah. part of the severance. But I heard a quote from Gunther this weekend. Uh, where he said, "Yes, we would want Daniel Ricardo, but Daniel Ricardo would have to want us." Mm. So I, I right. think it's a case of Ricardo doesn't necessarily want to go there. Uh, it's a shame. You know, if it's you take it, it just... if it's you're taking a seat just to get a seat and stay on the grid, you're in a cover line and at Caterham territory. Do we know as well with McLaren paying Daniel Ricardo if that is? without any sort of caveat or is that oh we're paying you if you don't find other work like when Kimi no. didn't oh, drive no, for no, a year no, and they... more than anyone else who did drive that year no they actually they, um... it's just here's your money please go yeah no, it's actually, without it's actually come fair out, enough fair they've actually come out and said they are paying his salary okay. and I think it was Martin Brundle that um, said that if you get to drive he'll get the wages from that as well okay yeah. Fair enough. I think I I I heard um oh what's his name? Fuck me. I've been so bad with names lately. Um McLaren boss. Andres Seidel? No, the other one, the proper Zach boss. Brown. Yeah. He um he said he said in an interview, like he said, look, he said we we want Daniel on uh, on the grid if he can get on the grid. We've also offered him a seat in one of our in one of our other cars in yeah. another series. But he wants to stay in Formula One, and he said our uh, our deal with Daniel doesn't stop him doing or going anywhere he wants to. That is, that's reasonable behaviour from McLaren. So it looks, yeah. it looks like anywhere he wants to might well not include Haas at the minute. Mm. I just mm. think it's, it's such a risky move. I I don't see, I don't see how he he becomes anything less than a than Nico Hulkenberg, but. Without the results beforehand to back mm. back for you, it's he. It's not like he's Fernando Alonso. You know, it's it's not like that. 
we know Fernando had issues with McLaren, so he had some iffy races. But even though that car was iffy, he still pulled out a couple of fucking spectacular drives to finish like 10th. But, you know, but the, he was still clearly driving well. But like, I don't, I don't see how Ricardo has built the points up to still to be on the shopping list for anyone at the, like, a year after that. I think he's still holding out hope of the uh, the Alpine seat. That's he doesn't even seem mentioned in that chat though, no, does he? He hasn't really. He's not really featured there. You see, for me, I mean, obviously, fucking, they, they've got more more information than I could ever possibly have. But it seems like a much more sensible option for Ricardo if he still in, indeed believes in himself, which might be the the biggest problem. Um, if he was to go to Haas, smash Magnussen into dust, um, and at the same time, because uh, the other thing I've thought is whether, because we, we had a, had it with Mercedes and Schumacher, didn't we? Where Rosberg beat Schumacher, but we didn't go, what a good job Rosberg's done. We mm. went, oh, Schumacher's not doing a very good job, is he? Then he go, then Lewis comes into the team with Nico, and Nico like compares very favorably to Lewis Hamilton. So if uh, uh, if McLaren get a new a new partner for Lando Norris, and all of a sudden Lando fucking obliterates Oscar Piastri, then we need to ask more questions about how much of a bad job Ricardo did. If Piastri can't get anywhere near uh, Lando either, yeah, I think that that that'll be the that will be the telling thing next year. I mean, Piastri is a bit of an unknown, a complete unknown quantity. I mm. say a bit. Mm. You know, I think he's he's tested F one cars. Yeah, yeah. As Alpine keeps saying, they paid a fortune for him to test F one cars, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's got the toughest job, toughest job of any driver coming into Formula One since Albon got moved into the Red Bull with um, Verstappen. Mm. It's going to be very, there's going to be a lot of eyes on him, aren't there? It's going to be a lot, very under yeah. the microscope rookie year. A L- lot of eyes be- just because of all the controversy that surrounded him and the hype, you know, the, mm. the idea of a, a rookie having like two teams after, well, three teams after him essentially and then, yeah. uh, and then throwing one under the bus to go to McLaren. And, but on top of that, you've got a um, a guy which is settled in McLaren. He's absolutely their their boy, and um, you know he's. I I think he, Lando is a slightly better car uh, for us to be going. Is he? Is he like maybe the best driver on the grid? So you know those sort of conversations. The you know, the the sort of conversations you'd have about Jensen Button when he was in a. Like a Williams, and or when he was in BAR, he's like, is he sort of like the champion in waiting here? He just needs the car. So I, I do. I think, um, I think that could shine well on Ricardo if, if, if the if his replacement gets fucking done as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously another another major sort of thing in that's probably in the Ricardo situation, is he likes the car a certain way and the car to act a certain way, as has been said all the time while he's been struggling in McLaren. Yeah. And if the Haas is a very similar, not as pointy 
as the McLaren is. Maybe that's mm-hmm. not for him, and maybe that's why he's not looking to go there. Maybe that's it. Uh, that, that very well could be it. Um, it the, there's only a few drivers on the grid. I think that can work the way around a problem. Um, Verstappen's definitely one. Lando Norris is what is one. Um, Vettel's proved Mr. that Vettel's proved that he isn't. Vettel's proved that he isn't. Mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton's proved that he isn't as well. Like, I, I, you know, it's the this is the thing. I don't. I don't think necessarily being able to work your way around a problem doesn't mean you're the best driver. It just means it's not necessarily a tool that's in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen was also one. Like Kimi, if if Kimi Kimi was thing with brakes, if um, if he didn't feel the brakes properly, then there was just no pace out of Kimi whatsoever. You remember what what it was like in Lotus when he first went there? They took ages trying to dial that uh, that in for him. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Ricardo just seems to be that guy that when if when everything's sort of aligned and the car's working for him, he's one of the quickest guys on the grid. But clearly, getting that McLaren into that window to work for him just isn't there. Yeah, I think that's that's. Probably the best way you can describe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, I think I think Alfa Romeo next. Um Jogan Yu in twentieth, first of the retirements, and Bottas just outside the points in eleventh. What's happened to Bottas's wet weather ability? It's, it, it's, it's was it ever there? I was gonna say I don't have him down as a remarkable wet weather driver. Well no, I'm saying it's it's arrived. It Has was, it? Yeah, I it mean was, it was wet and he finished. I mean, it was wet and he was finished. Congratulations, <laughs> sir! You didn't make a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the highlight of his race was that he saw that George Russell was locking up and managed not to turn into him. Um, <laughs> that that I think was pretty much all we saw of Valtteri, really, wasn't it? Yeah, he's he's down for the um, particip- performance award, participation award. Very for much this a wing. participation. Yeah, we just we just barely got to see any of him. If you can hear anything in the background, it's Bruno attacking a cardboard box. Yeah, uh, yeah, we barely saw anything of him. Sort of throughout the throughout the course of the weekend, um, went out in Q one, finished outside the points. Yeah, he's um, as the mind you, I suppose the cars faded slightly, hasn't it? Mm. The um, from where it was at the beginning of the season, but is is he just is this just it now for Bottas? Does he just fade for a while until he becomes Rubens Barrichello? Is he? Is he, I think he's possibly more taking like the Kimi approach, and he's now just kind of cruising around. Maybe cruising around, picking checks up. Yeah, mm. being valuable for the team as for, for sim work, probably. Yeah. Yeah, what a waste. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be there next year, but I mean, you know, it may well be that all the all the development is now sort of going heavily onto next year's car, and we might see um, Alfa Romeo for one last season under that name fly out the blocks. Mm. And then when... um, well, they, they flew out the box this year. They've just yeah, everyone else has has caught up and passed. I mean, they were what he was what sixth, I think, in most of the first races. Yeah, or top six. He was he was up there. I mean, I think the team's in a bit of a state of flux at the moment as well because, I mean, Sauber are looking to sell out to Audi. Yeah. And that's under negotiation. So they're probably not wanting to invest too much when 
at any point within the next three to eighteen months, they're not going to. Well, un- by all, they're not going to seventy five percent of the team. Yeah, by all counts, that deal's done, isn't it? Like that's that's a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. It's just not announced. Um, probably be announced in the off season. Maybe there could even be some sort of. Is is this the last year of Alfa Romeo? No, that's next year. Right. I wonder if there's a if there's a clause in the Alfa Romeo um, advertising that says, yeah, you we can have the advertising for another year on your car, but you're not allowed to say that this is going to magically turn into an uh, an Audi next year. Yeah, I wonder. That would. Well, the, it, the thing the thing is that um, they're trying to purchase part of the Audi are actually trying to purchase part of the whole Sauber organization. Yeah. So if that, if and when that goes through, that will have to be announced, because it will be a material change of ownership to an entrant. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So Alfa Romeo can say what they want, but mm. you know that um, it could well be sometime between now and this time next year that there'll be Alfa Romeo badges splashed all over what is effectively an Audi. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, I I can't see it not happening though. Let's let's face it. Selber aren't scared of a fucking hookup. Like it's it, it, it's it's been the slag of the grid, hasn't it? Really? <laughs> any any chance it can it can do to get something slapped on it or in it or over it? Yeah, BMW, BMW Longbow tried to sell to Red Bull, but Jaguar were cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that was one. Watch pointless tonight, and one of the um, one of the jackpot questions. If you could name, um, if you could name any Red Bull driver in the history, and there were three pointless answers that would have won three thousand quid. If you can oh. name any any of them, can you do it? You tested what, me earlier. That... I managed. I got one of the pointless ones. It was fine. That have drove for, sorry of Red Bull drivers that have drove for Selber. No, 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 Red Bull drivers in the big As in just. In the big boy, any driver in the big boy Red Bull team. So, so in pointless, just... you're looking for the most obscure answer. Right. Oh, right. Okay. So it's like the opposite of family fortunes. Liuzzi. Yep. Yep. That was pointless. That was my one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Christian Clean. Also pointless. Very good. Uh, David Coulthard. Wasn't pointless. Oh, was it not? No. Oh, okay. No. The other uh, one. I'll give you one more go. Um. Was there another Christian, like Cristiano De Mata or something like that? He was in Toyota. Um, the team that was on actually tried to um, tried to give Fernando Alonso as an answer. They got that wrong. Oh, that's... I mean, to be to be fair, the amount of teams he's been round now, fair shout for for an opportunity yeah. of trying. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Weber. Did Weber stay for a year after? Because Weber was did Weber do Jaguar? Yeah, Weber stayed for a year. Not bad. Not bad for a number two mate. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, no. Sorry, I was thinking of the. I was thinking of just thinking of the changeover year then. Um, but no, there is uh, there is one other Red Red Bull driver from their history that no no one managed to name. Albon. Nope. No. Who? Robert Dornobs. Oh, if, if, yeah, even I'd forgot that. I, 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 I could have continued yep. to do that. Like, I'd, I'd have said Ralph Thurman before that. 
I, I was so I think I came out with like Patrick Friesacker and, and all these kinds before <laughs> I, I would thought of, of Dawn Boss. Yeah, Robert Dawn Boss uh, on a list of Formula One drivers. Technically, he should be on it. I'm fairly I'm fairly happy with Christian Clean to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, um, he was the original Red Bull, Red Bull back driver. He was the start of the Red Bull Young Driver program. Yeah. It just when the meat meat grinder was still shiny and clean, <laughs> clean. Hey. <laughs> right. Where are we? Where are we next? Um, guess we're up into the points next with Alpha Tori, um, Yuki. DNF mm-hmm. and Gasly in tenth. This was what my Twitter altercation was over. Was the <laughs> green flag after the Yuki Tsunoda crash? Mm. A lot of people saying that they thought the green flag was fine because it was after the incident. It was like twelve foot after. It was the immediately after, wasn't it? It was right. Yeah, it, like how anybody can think that's an acceptable way to fucking marshal. I don't. I, I have no idea. Apparently, one of the other one of the people I uh, argued with uh, was a. Uh, well, I, I, be, I believe he had um, missed apex in his in his bio, so I think he might be one of the people that go on missed apex. But the fact that he started his thing by saying, "Well, somebody clearly doesn't know how flags work," and I think, "Well, somebody clearly has sex with his mother." But um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't fucking understand how anyone anyone can think twelve foot after the car is fine. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't see that. But no, I mean, there's normally at least one more light box. Mm. It, well, it well, was literally right next to the car. They seem to think that because, like, if you've got a yellow flag out, it's the it's a yellow flag for that sector. And people say, yeah, but the sectors are only made up for Formula One races. There's more sectors on a circuit. You go, hmm. yeah, but they're not they're not used during a Grand Prix, are they? If there's fucking three sectors on the circuit, that's the three sectors for the race weekend. Yeah, if there's so a the... yellow flag, you cannot be setting your best time in that whole yeah. sector, even if it's only one corner that's got a drama. I mean, don't don't yeah. forget, it's not. I mean, the the three sectors are just there for timing purposes purely. The track's broken down into a hell of a lot more mini sectors, which are split up between marshalling points. Yeah, but yeah, but you that's... still wouldn't have it essentially right. Next to a crash, you yeah, want to have that's the what, next that's crash. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The next yeah, one, yeah. the next one further along. So as you're passing the crash, you're still seeing a yellow. Mm-hmm. Then it's then you see green once you're actually past the crash site. Yeah, because it, 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 it does it does it does sound dangerous if you're approaching a car in a wall with the driver still sat yeah. in it, and you can see a green flag, and you can see a green flag. Well, what happens if you slowed down and then you gun it and your rears let go? Yeah, well, the thing is there, it's like, yeah, well, the crash was just there uh, and just just past the crash was clear. You go, yeah, well, what if a wheel had come off? What if there was a, what if there's bits of his front wing that slid down the track in the, the, at that point? It makes it makes no sense to think that the incident is literally where the car is. Yeah, you know, the, the needs the needs to be a safety buffer afterwards. Yeah, I, I, find, I find it really weird. And the fact that the yellows weren't even out. That guy had a fucking green flag out before the yellows were even dropped. Like Yuki Tsunoda was still in the car when that went. Right, I've ju- was... Sean's just showing it to me now. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous. 
mental in it mental it's, it's, it, he's he's sticking it out through like the same cra- crash barrier that there's a car in yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe he was reaching for a yellow and picked up the wrong one but this just it was so stupid like the arguments online were so stupid about it because just by going yeah i don't think he should have done that uh, instantly everybody was trying to be like some sort of like f- plastic good guy but i said yeah actually their job is really difficult and uh, i think it's kind of bad that you're you know, you're criticizing his job. You know, he's kind of doing his job wrong. You know, uh, it was really weird. I don't like it. It's another thing of modern Formula One we hate. I mean, it's knowing a lot of people that have done it at various race meetings, it is not easy being a marshal. I'll be, the, I'll be no. the first person to say that. And I will also say, I don't think I could do it. The other and thing that, that made a, it look more difficult. In an instance like that, the car literally goes in and out comes the flag. You can take an extra couple of seconds and go. Do we need to have a flag out here? Do we need to be green? Do we need to be yellow? You, you've got, a, you know, you don't need to be like, instantly flag. It might not yeah. have been the marshal's choice. It could have been race control onto him saying, put the green flag out, in which case race Very control true. fucked up. Very true. Could have been. Yeah, absolutely. I do, I must say, I do find it difficult to believe that Yuki Snowda went into the wall and before he'd even got out of the car, race control already gone green mm. flag. Yeah, that would, that, be, that would be odd. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the whole thing screams to me that he's, he might have just picked—he's picked the wrong flag up. The way he was—he was waving it like you, with the vigor that you would wave a waved yellow. Yeah, maybe he lied. Maybe he's colorblind. Yeah, I really want to be a marshal. Really, really want to be a marshal. Are you colorblind? No. <laughs> That's probably another reason why I couldn't. Yeah, you—you you should not be a flag marshal. No. No. <laughs> could you? Could you fly a plane? No. Then you can't be a marshal. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can you can fly if you're colorblind. It's trains you're not allowed to drive. And you can't be a commercial pilot if you're colorblind. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do I have to return my copy of Flight Simulator? No, that's fine. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Just yeah, as long as you've got someone sat next to you, you can do it. Does a cat count? Yes. Oh right, right. We're sorted. <laughs> right, next time I load up Flight Simulator, I'll prepare a little nest for Dizzy to sit next to me in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where were we? Yeah, Gasly with um, Gasly with tenth place. Um, again, didn't really seem to get up to a great deal. Anyone remember anything? The, the uh, only noteworthy thing is that I, he was the first person to come into the pits when Russell started doing purple sectors, mm. but everyone else was that quickly behind him. He didn't really get a jump. I don't think. No. Yeah, that that was that was about it, and. Had the instruction come from um, come from on high to get the remaining Alpha Tori in so they could see what it was like for the Red Bulls. I know that's a constant conspiracy theory, especially after the deploy Yuki <laughs> the other week. That was a really badly timed tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Didn't think it would actually happen. Um, right, Mercedes next up. Um Russell, we've already we've already touched on a little bit because of the problems in qualifying, problems with the engine, problems with keeping out of Mick Schumacher's side pod. I do I do sort of admire that he tried to make the dry tire work before anyone else. Like that's you know, you're out of position, it's not going your way anyway. You might as well roll the dice. I wish I'd yep. had, I wish I'd had royalties on the Bambi on Ice meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went he went a few laps early, but you know, fair fair play. You have a go. Yeah. 
Yeah, when there was a chance to bring him in for um, for a tie change, fairly soon after that, when it was obvious that it wasn't working mm-hmm. under the next BSC, they didn't bother and they just they just left him out there. Yeah, he did get the he did get the fastest lap, which <laughs> we were wondering why. But the sure. only the only logic could be that he is. I mean, it's a slightly bigger gap now, but he only had a very small gap to Perez, who is the next person ahead of him in the championship. So. It might be that they're thinking it comes down to being quite tight there and that every point is is valuable. Because mm. it, it was only seven points at the start mm. of the race. Yeah, so I think it, it probably was more about taking the point from Perez than in any way hoping he would somehow miraculously end up in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, where did he finish? 14th. 14th, see, yeah. Last. I mean, it's, expect, yeah, but expecting, like... Four cars to drop out might it's, be it, it was not beyond reasonable <laughs> thing, was yeah. it, that it could have happened? I mean, the, I mean, there was somebody on the um, on the prediction league last week predicted 16 DNFs, and at one point it was looking like that was going to come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you've got to do is look at um, the way Leclerc and Perez were racing each other towards mm-hmm. the end of the race. That could have very easily been two, two cars gone yeah. you know, in, in a corner. And the so um, the Vettel Verstappen Hamilton cluster as well. They were yep. they were going at it late on. Mm. I mean, I was I was expecting Max to actually take somebody out at some point with frustration, or Lewis to take somebody out with frustration. Well, Lewis took himself out, didn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Turn turn seven, same place that uh, Max had his off. Mm-hmm. Very lucky, actually, that he didn't do worse damage to the car, and he did it at a time. <laughs> When he could just yeah. come in and make a pit stop, and it was the it just happened to be the right time, you know. I think it, it was, could have been a lot worse for him. Yeah, it, it was a strange one as well because, like, I can kind of, I can kind of see why Max did it because he's the same. He started on a back foot, you know, so he had that mm. mindset of I need to do everything I can possibly do to move forward here. And he's, yeah, Max is a fucking out and out racer, isn't he? It doesn't matter whether he's one point ahead in the championship or a hundred points ahead in the championship. He's going to attack every fucking lap that comes across him. Um, what uh, surprised me with, with Lewis was that he was, I, I think if he hadn't done that, he'd been on the podium. He would, you know, he'd have got Carlos Sainz eventually. He, he was, he was looking good for it, but. You look back and, I mean, I see a lot of similarities between the way that both Lewis and Max went off. It was kind of impatient. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think it was impatient. I think there was, there was at that point, the race, because you had a, you had a drying line on the, like the racing line and then a soaking wet off, offline. So the, you know, it, it was soaking wet. But if, if, I can't help think that you, you knew the track was going to dry out. Mm-hmm. It was clear that at some point we were gonna get um slick tires on so you could have either hoped that your team strategized you away past um or knowing that let let's just say say they ended up picking together you know it was just one of the one of those situations where they they picked together or it didn't make make enough of a difference to get somebody ahead of somebody else then you've got DRS to try and help you get past on in a DRS zone without having to YOLO it on the wet side of a track on used tires. 
Mm. I mean, that that corner is a nightmare to pass in anyway. We were watching the W Series race earlier on when it was still dry. Mm-hmm. Jamie Chadwick had an identical off. Yep. On um, on that corner, and again, that was that was impatience because mm. she was um, she qualified well out of position, and she was trying to make up as many places as possible, and absolutely went for it on turn seven, bounced off the mm. curb, and straight in. But that one was straight into the barrier. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it just seemed like it seemed like an un Lewis Hamilton esque mm. mistake. And to be perfectly honest, it probably I I realize I realize people get upset uh, when you talk about Lewis, but it it's more of a compliment than anything else because you're not it's it's something you're not used to seeing. Mm, you know, we're you, not, you don't we're expect not, it from him. Yeah, and, and when when Lewis goes for a move, you you expect them to make it mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. Unless it's with Max, then something always happens. <laughs> I, I I did really think when they were together on track. I thought, oh, are we gonna? Oh. I thought, is it? I thought, is it gonna happen again? And am I just am I just closing all web browsers and social media for the rest of the week? As as a neutral <clears throat> to both of those people, <clears throat> I, just want, I just want. No, no, I am because I, I I don't support neither Max nor Lewis. Um, I I I I just wanted it for the internet. <laughs> I did. I just, I just, I just wanted it for Twitter. I could have turned the race off at that point and just watched Twitter. <laughs> Moving on, Aston Martin nosebleed territory for them. Best race of the year yeah, has to be. Potentially, I think it is. I think that is actually their best result. Uh, let's have a look. I couldn't tell you anything of significance from Lance Stroll's race. Do you know that is that Solid is only drive. Aston Martin's second mm-hmm. double points finish wow. of the season? Fair dues. That is straight up cray cray, mm. yo. But yeah, Stroll, as far as I can tell, just got on with it. Wasn't the worst Canadian? Wasn't yeah. the worst in an Aston Martin? Didn't no. make a tit of himself on the wrong tire at the wrong time, which is a, a classic Stroll. Do you want me to kind of just show you though? Mm. Uh, that it is definitely time for Vettel to go. I don't know. He did some good defensive stuff, didn't he? Like yeah. he seemed to have Verstappen and Alonso and Hamilton and all that lot sort of on him quite he, a lot. Hear me out. Go on. So the uh, it's yeah, he had a good race. Mm. He had a good race in a car that was working pretty well, and Stroll finished ahead of him. True. Mm. That's if there was anything, anything at all of the old Seb left then there isn't a chance that he finishes behind uh, uh, Stroll. The old Seb isn't there anymore. The old, no. the old Seb died when he went to Glastonbury. Maybe. Is it, do you think that's when he became a hippie? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not digging this whole fucking head, headband Seb either. No, I'm not a fan of the headband look. I mean, he, no. does, he, he does sort of look like he's modelling himself on a 1990s Argentinian footballer. <laughs> Or a tennis player. Possibly, yes. Yeah, yeah could see yeah. it. Um, either way, I'm not a fan. And as you know, I'm a like I'm a, I'm a big believer in the hair makes the mm. driver. <laughs> I mean, I, I have I have nothing against long hair. No, I can't, I, 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 I can't. I can't really say anything about being against having long hair, seeing as I have. I, I have pretty. I have pretty shoulder length hair myself at the minute. Oh, it grew back. <laughs> yeah. 
And then some. I'm, I'm thinking about shaving it off again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, reverse Samson syndrome. The longer the hair gets, the slower Seb gets. I still don't think he's going to finish the season. I think he'll finish the season now. Um, there was a hot minute where I was thinking, I'm not... I, I'm not counting it out that all of a sudden uh, Seb, Seb Vettel turns around and says, about all this retirement thing, I'm actually going to go to Alpine for a year and see how that shakes out. <laughs> um, he has been. Yeah. He, he was rumoured to be doing a test with them, wasn't he? Yeah. But I think Schumacher was involved in the same test. So whether it was a sort of buy one German, get another free deal, I don't know. He probably Maybe. just went to help make out. Yeah. I mean, what what would really what would really make me laugh is he does go before the end of the season. Hulkenberg comes back, scores a point, and then Latifi's twenty second. Yes, yes, that'd be tremendous. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Um, yeah, that that would that's definitely if that was happen, it's time for you to leave. Time to go. <laughs> He's <now>. going. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Joke's over. Uh, I I mean, again, if. You don't know if if Seb wants to do it. He might have retirement in his head now. I still don't believe he wants to retire. I think he's he's being carved out rather than um, he, he's he's in the same position Alonso was in. I think when Alonso had to leave McLaren because he was sick of the positions he was in. Well, he's, um, well, I mean Seb has done another social media post, and it appears oh. to be hinting at something an announcement coming soon. Exciting that could be car related. Alpi. <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna, I wonder if he's going to take over DTM from Gerhard Berger. Interesting. Is, maybe. But I don't know. Um, it, yeah, it just feels. I, I, I maybe I just feel nostalgic for older drivers, especially ones, or, or ones that don't seem to finish their careers how I think they should do. You know, it's the same with. Same same feeling I've got with Ricardo. I don't I don't want these people to fall out like this because I I don't they, they haven't got to the age where they should be falling off the cliff performance wise. Mm. So you want to you want them to have another chance just to go. I I I just want to do a mediocre season. But do you want them to turn into Rubens Barrichello? What fucking with their with their fingernails trapped in the door of Formula One while they're trying to get hauled out? <laughs> I suppose that's not great. I mean, the uh, there's still scratch marks on the floor of Williams HQ, isn't there? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Massa became towards the end as well. well he tried yeah. to retire, didn't he? But he got he got like somehow Rosberg's retirement outranked his retirement, and <laughs> he had to come back. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Mass is one of those re- weird ones. If I think if everybody's, I, I think everyone's happy he got to race again. But if we're all honest, should he have raced again after his accident? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely wasn't wasn't the driver that he was before. But which how, is a shame. How, how much? How much of that was? Um... How much of that was team orders? Do you under- um, do you understand this message? I, I and then then the Williams move. In the first couple, yeah, but of that years, Williams, Williams was, was good. A, it was a fucking good car, second mm. best car on the grid. He had. 
Um, and I, I see that's the thing. I think that Williams was capable of winning races that year. And, um, you know, not battling for championships, but they they, they should have won a race. Yeah, but this is, this, you know, is one, sh- this is one of Flood's favourite points about that era of Williams. They forgot how to win, and they, they started panicking when they were in, Williams, in winning positions as a team. I, I think they forgot how to win, but I also think, don't think they had the drivers that were capable of winning. I think that might that might be half of the problem. It's not just Williams, it's Williams and the fact that, that they just didn't have anyone to do the job. Whereas, you know, Massa before his accident ran Lewis Hamilton. Like that that I mean, that was the closest championship that Lewis Lewis Hamilton's had, apart from the one he lost to Rosberg. Um uh, so you've got that one and um it was just as close with him and Max. You know, it was like ridiculously close championship that he should have lost. Lewis shouldn't have won the 2008 World Championship because Glock gave it to him. And he shouldn't have lost it because Massa would have won Singapore if PK hadn't crashed. Yeah. And once again, it was all Flavio's fault. He usually is. <laughs> he usually is. But he throws a good party by all accounts. So I love Flavio Briatore because you, do you know what I like about him? He's just completely unapologetic and 100% Flavio. Alonso spent some of the gap in between previous race and this race in the Briatori club in Monaco. Posting photos. (laughs) I didn't realise he had a club in Monaco. Oh yeah, he's got a club in Monaco which has like his own face on the outside of it. Oh, amazing. Virtual virtual Statman told us all about this one time, but didn't actually name Briatori, but it's very easy to Google it. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's true. Like, can you just think about that that for a second? The the process, the thought process that goes behind that when you're talking to an architect. So what do you want on the front? Me. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just, Just my face. I, you know, at that point, it's the the guy must be there going like, "Is he serious about this? He's paying me. I best design it." Great, love the man. <laughs> uh, McLaren next, best result of the season for him, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's decent, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, got lucky with um, got lucky with the way that everything played out, I but. Mean- a little bit of luck, and again, it's a kind of you roll the dice, isn't it? You know, when everyone switches onto slicks, there's a good chance someone isn't going to be ready, but has to go yeah. because everyone else is. So therefore, there is a good chance you're going to get a safety car. Yeah, which is what happened. It worked out very well for them. Yeah, I mean, it's put them back up to fourth in the constructors' championship now. The four points ahead of Alpine after the double DNF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Battles on. Um, Lando was Lando was on it all weekend. And driver, driver of the race for me, Lando. Yeah, I can't think of anything that he actually didn't get right. Mm. I won't say got wrong. Well, it was just I can't think of anything he didn't get right. We didn't we didn't see him struggling with the car. We didn't no. see him sort of lock up. I, th- I, I think he just outperformed the car. That's my thing. You know at the. Um, it's it's easy to it's easy to miss the fact he outperformed the car because Ricardo was pretty much right behind him. Mm. But but Ricardo like he looked in with a safety car where like Lando qualified there. You know, Lando, Lando was was started the race there or thereabouts where he was. 
and uh, and continue to run in that position. You know, he obviously benefited from uh, probably benefit well benefited from Lewis falling out of the race and probably benefited from Max Verstappen not being able to come through a bit further. Yeah, but yeah, I think he just outperformed his McLaren. Great, great drive. I think for both of them actually, it was just one of those where everything just quite nicely fell their way and they mm. made it work for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Danny's qualifying still a still a major issue, mm. but got a good start. Mm. Picked every sort of yeah, just the way the pits fell, found himself track position wise, and yeah, mm. won with the safety car. Do you know quietly what I realised? I don't remember. I don't know whether I realised this before the last podcast we did, or just in like in like in the the off time where we haven't been doing it. The gap between Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez in qualifying is bigger than the gap between Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo in general. It's just because Perez has got a better car, he's up here, he's in fifth where Max is on pole. Mm. So you don't notice it as much as um, uh, Lando being sixth and Daniel Ricciardo being 14th. But yeah, the, the gap's bigger between those two people. Let's have a look. Let's use uh, let's use an out and out pace track as a comparison. Yeah, the last Italy. last race is a good one because it was like uh, not not this race gone, but the mm. race before. Uh, Sergio was like six tenths off. Max. Um, nine tenths. Nine wow. tenths was it? Nine yeah. tenths. Um, yeah. And yeah, there was only four tenths between Lando and Danny. Bad news. Yeah, but I did I I didn't notice it until like until recently. I thought, mm. fuck, that's it's crazy when you consider. Like the 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 hassle we've been given Daniel Ricardo, um, like with the gap he's had to his teammate, but realistically, the the only reason we have you you don't see it with Sergio Perez is because he's kind of up there anyway, mm. scoring points. Yeah, I think mm. in in his case, it's probably not that he's underperforming; it's that Verstappen is so in a league of his own that it's. Well, I, this is what makes me think. Is fucking Lando Norris just doing an incredible job? There is every possibility. I mean, let's let's have a look. I mean, this this week, if you look at Q one, there was um one point four seconds in Q one between Max and Perez. Wow. Yeah, that's a bit mad. And three tenths between Lando and Danny. Mm. <laughs> Give Danny his Red Bull drive back. <laughs> so, yeah, it's possibly not as dire, but it's bad qualifying. Bad qualifying, and I think the the position that Daniel Ricciardo's in is his. He's needed to finish, mm. like to qualify better, because they're in such a like tight battle for that championship. You know, for for fourth. Um. So yeah, the you know if they're hemorrhaging points one way, it's it's obviously going to stand out. Yeah, I'd, n- I'd never even never even looked Hasht- never even looked at it like that. But yeah, you oh, no, you are, you are you are right. Hashtag justice for Dan. Yeah, we may have been a little bit unfair because I mean you know the margins in qualifying are that tight because the field is a hell of a lot closer. Hmm. You know, when there's when there's only a difference of three tenths between um, getting to Q two and really pushing, and 
starting 16th at best. Yeah. There is a fine line between pole and Latifi. No, there's not. That's a big line. That is a big <laughs> line. Um, Ferrari, second, second and third. Um, I thought Sainz was going to have the pace to um, actually get second at one point because he was really pushing Leclerc towards the uh, sort of la- latter half of the race when everything was on dry tyres, and then mm. he just fell away. Yeah, but the same thing happened at the beginning of the race as well, didn't it? It's like he mm. he started well and then just drifted off somewhere. I'm, I'm a bit confused with. Um, Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari. I kind of know what you mean, yeah. He's just been very... Mm. You don't know what you're going to get, do you? One race to the next. I See, like, not not to bring... like I, I don't want to start, start like the new Fernando Alonso thing with me, not to bring all roads back to Lando. But you, you kind of get the thing where, you know, they were pretty evenly matched, but I'd say Carlos had the edge mm. in that in that team. Um, I'm I'm sure some people disagree with this, but I think Landon Norris is a better driver than Charles Leclerc. Um, you, you may have mentioned that once or twice. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing. I think if you were to stick, um, if you were to stick Carlos Sainz back in that McLaren, I don't think it would be an equal race anymore between him and um, Lando. I think Lando would have him now. Potentially, yeah. Is that the Ferrari effect, though, where Ferrari breaks drivers? I think it might be, you know, and it's I and I'm still not sure. Like as, as much as as much as they say, because it's a bit like Red Bull in this respect, maybe more so actually, um, because at least you've got recent history of Vettel and Ricardo to go back to. But you, you kind of. Even when they're saying, "Yeah, we give our drivers equal status," you're going, "Really? Are you 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 sure about that?" So it, it's it, you still get that feeling that Charles Leclerc is Ferrari's guy. Oh, complete, and complete, completely and totally. Yeah. So I wonder if that sort of filters down. You know, even if even if he's getting the same bits and stuff, does it just end up being sitting there on the like on the corner going? Yeah, Charles Leclerc's sort of our guy, but we'll give you we'll give you the parts that we give Charles. But you know, like we, we kind of really love Charles. Yeah, I, I think, I, like I said, I think it just could be the Ferrari effect. I can only think of one driver that's moved on from Ferrari and had major success, and that was Nigel Mansell. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I can't think of anyone else that's left Ferrari and done better. No, done done better. No, no, I'm struggling. Um, I mean, Luca Bordeaux couldn't have done worse. <laughs> I, it's not ju- the same as the f- better, though, is it? No, no. What I would argue just the fact that he left. If he was to do worse dri- driving when he left for, for Ferrari, we'd have seen an obituary. No, it'd still it'd still be going. It'd be no. I'm not. No, I can't say what I was about to say next. Which driver? Yes, you can. Fi- you can go for it. <laughs> I can't say which driver he'd be fighting with for lack of pace and still carrying on in a 2010 race. Schumacher. No. 
You know, and I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) All may not become clear. Um, But, yeah, I... Yeah, I just... Yeah, science just... You know, one minute he's in with a chance of winning this, the next... He's a bit of an also-ram. Mm. I think it's the whole situation, isn't it? Ferrari is... I know we, we say this every year, but Ferrari's going to be fascinating next year. Well, apparently, um, Charles Leclerc has said that the rest of this season is an experiment for how to get the strategy right for next year. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, that's what they're doing, is it? They're experimenting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I think the actual words were, this, this is from Autosport, uh, Leclerc sees final F1 races as Ferrari strategy test bed. <sighs> Wild. Like, st- strategy test. Not like um, we're just going to... We're just going to send the cars around to do like aero tests and stuff like that. No, no, no. Lo- not looking for performance. We're going to test strategy. That is the fucking craziest admission I've ever heard in Formula One. But isn't it the most Ferrari thing? Oh, yeah. Without, without a shadow <laughs> of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, the most Ferrari thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know where, where Ferrari goes. I mean, I, I'm going to be dead honest. I really fucking hope they fail spectacularly next year. And I think this this year was almost as good because they started so well and fell away so quickly. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that. But, um, oh yeah, I just... Well, I don't, just I don't know, because it, it, it gets to a certain point watching Ferrari repeatedly shoot themselves in the foot and it's just like, is there anything else on? No, no, but you know what the twist was this year? The twist was this year, for half the season, they had the best car. Yeah, and they, they were still 60 points behind. They, and they kept finding different ways to do it. We had the tyres. We yeah. had, what else? We had, we had Leclerc driving into stuff. Yeah. Um, do you know signs like? catching fire and then rolling back down the hill. Um, yeah. What was the, hey, what was know, the, what was the what comment from somebody on... Uh, keep, keep talking, I'm just looking for some, a comment that somebody sent us on... Um, on Sunday during the race, and I said I might nick it for the uh, for the podcast title. What it's like is sending the three Stooges into a china shop. <laughs> like you, you, you know what's gonna, you know the outcome of what's gonna happen here when all three of them walk in. That essentially there isn't going to be a plate left on the shelves, but it's still entertaining to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just frantically, uh, frantically scrolling. Uh, it's was... a good job that it's a good job that Ferrari fans are actually Formula One fans and don't bother listening to podcasts, otherwise we'll probably get in trouble for this. Tweet your opinions to at a total shunt. <laughs> <laughs> don't be silly. Ferrari fans would just electrocute themselves with their own phones. <laughs> <laughs> Chances of them making through this whole podcast without some sort of accident very fucking grim. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Uh, Leclerc to start on Cornettos. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw one as well where someone posted like a snippet of the rain when they were in the the rain delay at the start of the race. And it was like, Ferrari, prepare hard (laughs) tyres. I'm still good, you know. I'm still good, my little meme of the 
marked safe from Ferrari strategy. That did not get the fucking traction <laughs> it deserved. But it'll come in handy again in the future. Uh, we called <laughs> we called we called a show after it. Yeah, there will be there will be further opportunities to roll that one out. That's fair. So yeah, I think I think tonight tonight's show is Leclerc to start on Cornettos. Nick L, thank you very much for that. Oh, could, should we have? Should we start having a, a competition for people to name the episodes after the race? Um, yeah, I think I think we'll do that. Um, got Why to, not? Yeah, you've got to do it on the Discord watch party chat. And yeah, then that'll get more makes... people. That'll get more people on our Discord. That don't say that. It's supposed to be like a sneaky, sneaky thing. You don't tell people to do that. That's like saying we're going to stick to the plan to pay well to make more money. That's not the way you advertise things. Well, dis- say it's... Discord's free. No, yeah, but what we're saying is uh, we're going to do it to engage with our audience more. On Discord. It's a nicer, <laughs> it's a nicer way of putting it. If you're capable of downloading a podcast or streaming it on Spotify, you, you, <laughs> you know what we're on about. <laughs> no. Oh, let's talk about Red Bull. No, not not the ideal weekend for Max. Could have could have had pole twice. Mm. Yeah, I mean, could have walked away as champion this weekend. I mean, he'd have needed some other some other crazy yeah. stuff oh, to yeah. happen. Even I mean, it, it was mass- on, it was but... mathematically possible before the race, yeah. but um, yeah, a rare, rare strategy mistake from Red Bull in qualifying, not putting enough fuel in the car. Yeah. A very Ferrari move. Yeah. And unfortunately, we didn't get to learn any new swear words because he, ju- he just used the tried and tested ones. Mm. At least I think that was what, what was behind the beeps. <laughs> um, rightfully fuming as well because he, he was, um, I think he was something like three tenths up. Oh, yeah. He would have been on pole if he'd have been able to finish the lap. I think he'd have got pole from the first lap as well, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was up. He was up on that one. And Crazy. aborted it, and yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't actually get to see much of qualifying thanks to the absolute fucking dick. Wherever you are, you should be tracked down and fucking publicly humiliated. We had a DDoS attack on the on the Three Legs Four Wheels website on Saturday. No way. During qualifying, yeah, yeah, we were getting um, we were getting up to at one point it peaked at three thousand hits a second, just to try and take us down. What a fucking asshole. And of course it was during qualifying. Do you know what? That fucking Matt guy from uh um what's it what's that other podcast called? <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? WTF one. I don't th- I honestly don't think it was them. All this um I've traced it and the um source of the attack looks to have been in uh, South Korea. Oh, that's exactly where I would have um, uh, rooted my fucking connection if I was Matt as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I was. Um, Sorry, I, can I, I can I just just quickly? For, <laughs> I just like to specify I'm fucking joking. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't edited this yet. <laughs> yeah, I think for yeah for the benefit of all of us, Lee's Lee joking. joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I managed to uh, I managed to miss qualifying because unfortunately I was having to um, try and keep our um, our website from uh, not being permanently uh, permanently taken down. Um, just a thank you to um, Carty G for letting me know that there was a problem with it when he couldn't put his uh, predictions in for the race. 
Yeah, that was the main issue, wasn't it? That that time of the week for us is is not ideal. Yeah. Is Cardi G like the uh, Amazon exclusive like version of Cardi B? I think so. No, he's called Gennady and he does go-karting. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't help at the time. I wasn't actually at home and I was wan- I was wandering around an axe throwing bar holding a um, holding a laptop trying to set it up for a DJ set. Wow. Everyone's got to have a hobby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I missed um I missed the first uh missed Max's first lap. Didn't didn't know he'd aborted it. It was on, but I was mm-hmm. I was I was deep in tech. Um but yeah, it could have could have got pole. Um started eighth. Very, you know, very unmaxed, like and one hundred percent the team's fault. And mistakes were made. Yeah, so he had a shitty off the line, lost four places. Very briefly lost five uh, for a corner or two. Ricardo got ahead of him, and then he got back ahead. Um. And then yeah, made a made a right meal of trying to get the places back. Yeah, no. At one point before um, before Russell and Schumacher had there coming together, he was actually running last because he um, he passed he passed yes. George and Mick on yes, um, on their to, way into the pits. He had to change his tires, didn't he? Yeah, because he completely killed his tires when he had the uh, when he had the big lockup, and then managed to fight back to seventh. I mean, that is. Um, and we're saying seventh place is an absolute nightmare situation for him. It's, really, it's not, is it? It's, it isn't. It's, yeah, it's all right. I mean, he's, he's still going to be—he's still going to be world champion. It's just not going to happen for another race mm. or two. Uh, but Perez, on the other hand, fantastic start. Yep. Because um, I must admit, I—I I got that distracted by how shitty Verstappen start with. It was only when we watched the replay, it was like, oh, actually, Perez is ahead here. Look at this. It took me. It took me a few corners to realise. It was the second phase of the start that um, did it for Perez because um, mm. they showed the reaction times between Perez and Leclerc, and they were both identical to uh-huh. to the thousandth, which is bloody impressive. And mm. then by t- uh, the aftermath of turn one, he was he was away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, w- there were times when Leclerc looked like he was going to go for it, mm-hmm. but. Uh- Perez was defending perfectly. Yeah. And then we get the safety car issue. Yes. It's a rant about the a rant about the FIA. Most people most people have had this. Why do they need to review things like that after the race that's going to affect not on, not only the result but the actual winner? Mhm. I suppose in this, they wanted to talk to him, didn't they? But, yeah, it's it's an annoyance. You know, when when, when, you get the, when you get the caption up on screen about a leader saying, we'll be investigated after the race, it's like, oh, for God's sake, can we just win this on track and not mm-hmm. in the steward's room? Yeah. Do you know what, right? It's crazy because you pay people. You know, the race stewards and all the other people like pushing buttons and watching the race to make these decisions are getting paid fucking huge salaries to make these decisions. Fucking do it in a, in a reasonable fucking time then. Yeah, I, I don't think... We're, unless something happens on like the, the la, within the last sort of three laps of the race, surely 
you know, surely it's fucking stupid. You or or should we put a should there be a um you know how the a, a complaint has to be lodged mm. within an within a certain number of laps, otherwise it doesn't get like it doesn't get pulled. Yeah, it's either three or five. Yeah, you've got it's yeah, gotta be noted yeah. by race control, hasn't it? And then it's passed yeah. to the stewards if they see something they like. So I think it should be that, and then it should be five laps. You know, if you note something, it should be five laps until the penalty is given, or there's no penalty given. Yeah, I mean the safe, you know the safety car came out on lap thirty six for mm-hmm. Sonoda. You know there were fifty nine laps in that race, and it was fairly it was fairly late on. I think it was into the forties when they said it was um, under investigation. Mm. And will be investigated after the race. And all right, if it's something that happens late on, or they need to speak to a driver, do it between the end of the race and the podium. Also, like the team as well could have spoken for Perez in this occasion, and I think he he said with the first one because of the spray coming off the car, he was struggling to keep within the ten lengths. I'm sure someone on Red Bull pit wall could have said that's what was going on there. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. got the I've got the uh, relevant bit of the FIA document here. Um, it was admitted while the lights of the safety car were still on, Perez had failed to keep within 10 car length of the safety car between the exit of turn 13 and turn 14. When questioned during the hearing, Perez said that the conditions were very wet and that it was very difficult to closely follow the safety car with little heat in his tyres and brakes. Although the track was wet in parts, we do not accept the conditions were such as to make it impossible or dangerous for Perez to have maintained the required less than 10 car length gap. Nevertheless, we took into account the wet conditions. What? Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't count, but we'll take it into account anyway. Yeah, it also seems. I, I think it's a. It, it's kind of an unarguable argument as well. You know, because they can. Um, they can turn around and say, "Oh, well, we don't accept that the, the conditions were that bad." You're not in a Formula One car, mate. You know, that's that's the, like it's it's Perez that was in the car following the safety car with the spray. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah I I'm just happy like you know he got a five second penalty for one of them I think didn't he yeah yes. five second penalty and a reprimand yeah it's I, I'm I think it's the right choice no no one unless like, like you are a hardened fucking Leclerc or Ferrari fan nobody wants to see a fucking race no like decided after after the course of the race and even then if you are a Leclerc fan do you really do you really want that? He's not. He's not going to win a world championship this year. He's not in the hunt for that. Um, you're not going to see him on the podium. So what? What do you actually get out of it? You know the people that are calling for the for for well, that, that were calling for this to be done. I don't. I don't know what you're going to get out of it in the long run. I think it, it, it's just out of the current phase of bloody tribalism in F1. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right, but um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't. It would have been fucking awful to get that, especially because like Perez really deserved that win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I like. You might have had that one safety car thing, but you've got to like. If you look at that through, through over the whole race, he dropped back slightly behind a safety car. Uh, in between that, he um, also led the race like for the entirety. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the race, he he took so much press pressure from Charles Leclerc. And then when he was informed by his team, look, we might get a penalty after this, 
he cleared enough time to where the five second penalty didn't lose losing the race yeah. in those conditions. Mm-hmm. He had a fucking storm and drive and deserved that win. Yeah, which which is why he's going down as my first vote for Rockstar. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He yeah. he was absolutely a rock star this weekend. No fucking questions. Yeah. Um. Other rock stars. Um. George George Russell because it was his idea to go onto the um onto the slicks, not the teams. They were putting him for inters. <laughs> I think I think that is a. Uh... He certainly showed he had a pair of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did end up with fastest lap. There is a fine line between. <laughs> Bravery and stupidity, but the uh, it's uh, he, he was he was he was treading he was treading that tightrope. Special to be men- perfectly honest, it was always going to be him, though, wasn't it? He was always the guy that was stuck at the back with nothing to lose. That might as well roll the dice to see if it could get him something. Well, I don't know because I mean, Sean, you said Ocon was going to be the first. Half a dozen people that was on the chat with said Ocon mm-hmm. was going to be the first, and then his engine went foom. Was like, oh right, okay, so it's, it's not, not going to be, be Ocon, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, other rock stars. Kind of special mention to Ferrari. Well done, you didn't fuck up. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. Um, Danny Rick for getting a top five finish. Just a good... um, Solid race. Good race. Yeah. 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 Um, Albon for getting back in the car and doing a race like two and a half weeks after really not being so good. Yeah. Uh, wankers, Latifi. Yeah, mm. obviously. Yeah. Or oh, whoever trained Latifi how to use mirrors. <laughs> um, Alpine Renault engines. Yes. Yeah, it was a shame that like Al- Alpine should have had a good result there. But yeah, Renault, Renault engines definitely, uh, definitely in the wanker category. Um, the weakness of Haas front wings. Yes, mm. yeah, fair. Yeah. Anything else? I can't think of anything else. There wasn't too much wankery. No. And that just leaves the um, Participation Award. So did we, did, did we mention... Um, Gasly. Uh, did we mention Lando for Rockstar as well? Uh, no, we didn't, actually. Absolutely, uh, Rockstar. Yeah. Whole McLaren situation. Full McLaren Rockstar yeah. performance. Uh, yeah, participation award. I'm saying Bottas, you're saying Gasly. I think Bottas, simply because he didn't get a point, Gasly at least achieved something with his day. Uh, but, but was he 10th? Yes. yes. Default. Default. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, he was it. He 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 stayed he he stayed on the track. I think that's it. I think Gasly Gasly was I think the lowest placed of people who didn't have some kind of debacle because obviously Bottas nearly tripped over Russell. Both the Hasses had an event. Russell yeah had several events. Mm. So yes, yeah, you, you could it? argue Gasly yeah most shit of those who didn't have shenanigan. The only interesting Tsunoda did was crash. If we're going for participation awards, no, no, no. I think he had he had a big impact on the race, not his own. Oh, race. he did have, yeah, he did. But, have an impact <laughs> on the race, but um, yeah, yeah. Thought, yeah Gasly, genuinely very immaterial. I would say probably, like be... probably the same for Bottas. Which this is why I'm, this is why I'm going for Bottas because doesn't even get a point. For nothing, his nothing would have changed if Bottas hadn't have been there this weekend. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, you No win. material effect on the weekend whatsoever, which the, to me is the ultimate participation award. It's it's the very essence of participating in something is just just being there. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, if his race was a colour, undercoat. Got undercoat, <laughs> beige. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or do you know what I think it is? His his um. The, this the, uh, this is something my a friend of mine says about a uh, uh, it's it, what he did was run because my uh, uh, my friend's friend is is a runner and he loves running so if if someone someone turns around and says yeah I, I'm I'm really into sports and he said what do you do he said I, like he's run, I said I run I run all the time and I remember my friend turned around to him once saying look running's not a sport it's like it's an element of most other sports. So that's that's what Bottas was. He was just an element of the sport this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd go They're for that. They're both strong candidates, aren't they? Let's mm. be honest. So moving ahead, we have an earlier start than normal this weekend oh for Japan. God. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, 6, 6 a.m. qualifying, mm. 7 a.m. race. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's fine. I get up early during the week. I, I sleep at the weekend. I've got a gig Friday night. <laughs> Not... Where are you playing? Uh, quids in. Mm. Funnily enough, it's a bar over here, and the entrance fee to the place is a quid. It's a very oh, self-explanatory reason. system. Yeah, I mean, this pub this pub does what it says on set. It used to be every drink in there was a quid, but yeah. we're going back about 15 years when they scrapped that policy. Yeah. <laughs> Still, still, still pretty cheap though. Still, still a cheap, but it's very cheap for me because I'm playing. I get we get free drinks all night, Woo! which I'm not going to be able to take advantage of because I've got to be up at oh crap o'clock in, in the morning on Saturday for qualifying. Yeah. Um, so Japan, let's have let's have some um, predictions. We all know the circuit. Suzuka only figure eight race on the calendar. Yada yada yada. Um, definitely a chassis circuit rather than out and out power. Um. Who's going to finish behind Max? Yeah. I'm going to go Verstappen, uh, Russell, Signs. I think Russell's new engine will serve him well at this race. Ooh, that is a Intriguing. Uh, that is a good point. Mm. Um, it seems like it seems like a track. I think this race and uh, the it's Texas, isn't it? After, um, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think these are the 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 best opportunities Mercedes have at a good result, if not breaking the wind duck this year. Um. Oh, t- it's so hard, like to, just to make it interesting. If if you just if you even if you're just being honest with yourself, it it's so hard not just to say Max is going to win, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I said Max is going to win. Yeah. That, that's why I said who, that's why I said who's going to finish behind Max. Yeah, I, 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 I want I want to I want to believe like I'm literally that poster in Fox Mulder's office. Uh, only it's a only instead of a UFO, it's a picture of every other Formula One driver apart from Max. Um, yeah, but when you when you do must see audio, you change it to the exact one in Fox Mulder's office. 
no, well, that's Alien Addict when I, when I go on that. <laughs> the uh, Musty Audio is a much, much, much different beast now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. I I want Russell to win a race. Like the I was only saying this the other day that if 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 Russell can win a race before going into next year, it will put him in such good stead if Mercedes make a decent car because he's going in without the wind duck like without the wind on his back, you know, to shake off. Doing a hacking effectively. Yeah. Because I, I do I think I think if he can go into a season like that and that car is in a good position, I think you'll see Lewis and um, George fight for a championship with whoever else is around. But I, I still, I always find it difficult to conceive the guy that wins his first race and fights for a championship in the same season seems like an ask. You know, you know it's oh, sorry, not fights for a championship, but wins the championship in the first year he's won a won a race. I think is a big ask. So I'm going to say well, George. I mean, I mean the last, the last driver I can remember who um, fought for a championship in the uh, first race he won the season was Lewis in 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he didn't win the championship, did he? That's what I mean. It's a, it's a big ask for somebody to win his, to to win a, oh, yeah. To be, yeah, yeah, to win over his first race in a season and win the championship that year. Um, but yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. George win. Um, it would take shenanigans with um Verstappen. So I, I, I would imagine if for George to win, Verstappen has to not win, not finish. Um, Perez, Leclerc. I am going to be really boringly predictable and go for Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez. Yeah. See, my predictions aren't predictions, are they? I've realised this over the over. It's the more like a of... wish list. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, it's like not. It's not like prediction league for me. It's fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to try our prediction slash fan fiction league, um, go, go to threelegsportwheels.com now that the site's back up and running. Thank you, South Korean git. Um, go to uh, the game section and um, the prediction league's in there. Predict the top three poll, fastest lap, uh, number of DNFs, and will there be a safety car? Funnily enough, everyone predicted that there'll be a safety car in uh, Singapore. Standard. There's, well, there's never been a Singapore Grand Prix without one. I'm surprised it wasn't a red flag, actually. I think they're being very careful over red flags. Well, we had we had the one hour rain delay. Yeah, that was that was a confusing thing. So when does when does the clock start? When does the timer start? And are we are we in the window yet? Oh, do you know why they did that? Because they delayed the whole procedure. Yeah, but it was because the um, they were they were allowing the rain to go off more just mm-hmm. so the. So the teams didn't get fucking soaking on the grid. It, it was for the mechanics more than anything else. They've got gazebos. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Um, uh, I can't remember. So, someone said uh, sent a message to me during the race saying, uh, all this stuff about um, Red Bull going over over budget caps i can't i i can't find it uh, I, I find it odd that they have movable mobile homes to put over the drivers <laughs> while the rest of the teams are sharing umbrellas i saw that one <laughs> <laughs> although i did notice during the pit stop red bull seemed to have a lot of their radios 
um, on the mechanics covered by what looks suspiciously like Tesco freezer bags. I'm sure it was something mm. more high-tech than that, but it looks suspiciously like a Tesco or similar supermarket brand Ziploc Tesco um, freezer bag. Well, they're meant to keep moisture out, yeah, so well, yeah, it works. This whole thing with the budget cap as well, that is interesting because, I mean, every team is denying it's them and shifting the blame towards someone else. The current rumour is that there's one team gone considerably over and one team within 5%. And mm. no one no one seems to know what's going on. Now, apparently it's going to be released on Wednesday. Wednesday news? That's Wednesday very controversial. News. So I guess we'll get to find out what the hell has happened uh-huh. this week and is anyone getting punished? Because there's talk of exclusion from championships, loss of constructors' points, fines. This, you, nobody, you, the, the only people that are talking about um, exclusion from championships are the same people that think that what happened at the, uh, um, uh, at the last race last year was the worst thing that's ever happened in a car in the history of motor cars, uh, and that knocked the death of JFK off the top spot. <laughs> they're the only people. They're the only people that think that things people should be excluded from championships. I, w- I was going to say, I thought the worst thing to happen in a car was Taki Inui. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mean, and I just want to point out the exclusion from championship fair. would be this season, not last season. <laughs> Um, do you know what I really hope for? Because they, they've give, they give a five percent wiggle room, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which is about seven million dollars, I believe. Yes, because it's what it worked out. Yeah, at. it's one hundred and forty-three million. So yeah, it's seven seven million and change. I want Red Bull to have gone over by six point nine million. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be... Uh, oh, God, no. 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 <laughs> Staying off social media next uh, for the rest of this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, apparently we'll uh, we'll get to find that out in the next few days. Um, also, the other bit of, of F1-related news. Um, apparently, uh, the big boss of Red Bull, Dietrich Mateschitz, isn't in the best of health at the moment. Um... Christian Horner said at the weekend it wasn't his place to comment on it, but he's been notably absent from the last few races. And um, there are concerns, so obviously sending positive thoughts his way, because like it or not, he has revolutionised F1, un- albeit unintentionally. I think not just in F1 as well. I see lots of the sort of Red Bull extreme sport lots are sort of his... Wacky brain children, so yeah, if it yeah. involves combustion, internal or external. <laughs> I mean, realistically, I, I, he just kind of doesn't re- really deserve any heat. You know, he's like he comes across as a bond baddie. That's fair. Like, if for someone to turn around and say, you know, like the you could you could put him in a war movie let's say a second world war movie and he could quite easily be one of the baddies <laughs> but um i don't think he's done anything bad do you know what i mean oh god no yeah. I, no i mean certainly yeah. not if any if anything i can't think of another person which has given so many people formula 1 chances we're talking we're talking helmet marco's boss here not helmet marco 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the owner yeah, of the company. He's but, the yeah. one putting the money in. Yeah. And it all started when he was a toothpaste salesman with jet lag. Well, he's crazy. There you go, it, it happens. <laughs> but just the just the sheer the sheer like stretch that a fizzy drinks company has made. The uh, I tell you what though, it, it could it could uh, usher in changes if someone like that goes, um, like for the Formula One team. You know, it's thing things that have a um, oh, let's say a like an entrepreneurial figurehead mm. that then get switched to being like more of a board structure tend to fucking suffer from it you know the the the, the vision of the original vision seems to to change slightly i mean i i think the uh the your best your best example of that was the the lack of steve jobs in apple wasn't it you know mm-hmm. it's regardless of whether you like that company or the products they make a, a, a lot but when he died the vision of that company shifted to maybe something that wasn't quite like didn't have the spirit of the of the company in the first place. Or the lack of Frank Williams in Williams. Fucking perfect example. Should have come up with that one instead of a tech company. Given <laughs> 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 the podcast. <laughs> Who'd have thought this thing would be about F1? There you go. I know. But, um, yeah. Oh, well, I hope it gets better. Well, it appeared, we appear to have come full circle and got back to talking about F1 again. Just just in time to wrap up and say, um, if you want to get in touch, you can be old school and email us, threelegsportwheels at gmail.com. Um, we're on the socials at threelegsportwheels, website threelegsportwheels.com. Assuming it's not been hacked. Assuming it's not been hacked and it's still there. It was still there last time I looked, and it <laughs> better still be there in about 20 minutes when I upload this show to it. <laughs> and if you want to get hold of, hold of us on Twitter, we are... At Sean Cowper. I'm at a total shunt. I am at Pablo100, and you can get Chris at Flood21. And, of course, if you want to help us out um, buying software licenses, server costs, spares and repairs, talking to which I need some new headphones because mine got stood on on Saturday <laughs> night. I'll pay for those myself because it was me that broke them. Um, you can go to Patreon, um, patreon.com slash wheels and donate anything from one largely relevant currency unit upwards or even a pound or or a pound because <laughs> mm. that appears not to be relevant at the moment <laughs> we will be back next week um utterly sleep deprived or having our body clocks completely ruined by um having to spend the weekend on japanese time and isle of man time at the same time I'm trying to work out how many times i got in there and was that right Yeah, I think it was. Um, Right, have a good week and uh, enjoy the Japanese Grand Prix and we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.